This podcast is brought to you by Men's Tea Clinic. Men's Tea Clinic is the team I trust with my total wellness optimization, and so should you. Five DFW locations with North Frisco, El Dorado Parkway at Dallas North Tollway now open. Call 972-GO-MEN'S-TEA or visit mensteaclinic.com. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. KNC Masterpiece right here on 105.3 The Fan. Got a couple of shout-outs for you from Tim. Shout out to my beautiful fiance for watching the extended version of Lord of the Rings with me. Right. Oh, boy. I want to talk about that a little bit more, but our bigger sports topic that I promise we will get to. Are you more excited about the slate of NFL games this weekend or the college football playoff, which is going tomorrow? And so while y'all ponder and potentially text in about that is my wife is the best. Love you, Jess. And she wants to watch all of the movies that I own because, as we've established, I'm a very old person who still reads the newspaper mm-hmm. and likes owning physical copies of movies. It's not a bad thing, however. I think we're as as much as we've gotten used to streaming. Yeah. What we're starting to learn is we're. I mean, especially with like the HBO Max, where things just go away and there's yes. no other place to access them. Physical Sometimes copies aren't not the worst thing in the world. And so. We've hit a stopping point on some in particular. Like, we still haven't seen some for a variety of reasons, but one of them is I have the Lord of the Ring trilogy. She hated the first one. Hated it. What? Of all the ones, the first one? Well, because that's the only one we've watched. Well, sure. And and so she's just not a big fantasy Ah, person. No, my my point was, like, usually people can get down with the first one, and then we get to the other things, and and they're like, I'm out. Right. No, yeah, she hated the first one, and so the prospect of getting her to watch, like, the other two has not been going super well. I cannot even fathom telling her, hey, then they have these other versions of them that are like 45 <laughs> minutes longer. So shout out, shout out to your fiance for sure. I like the Lord of the Rings a lot, but I get how it's not for everyone from the four, six, nine shout out to my boys in federal prison. I made a lot of stand up dudes in the 10 years I served. Keep your heads up. Your families miss you. All right. That is a very nice message Absolutely. right there. A little different than some of the shout outs that we get, but an excellent message. Nonetheless. All right. We can go through the slate of NFL games, but I get the sense that probably a lot more people, especially with the local aspect, are more jazzed up about the college football playoff. Do you think it is an accurate statement? Okay. All right. Let's just dive right in to the college football playoff. Again, because of the local tie, safe to assume you think that more people, at least from around here, will be invested in the first game than the second game. I get nationally it's the second game, hence why they put it at the time they did. But locally, people are way more in on Michigan TCU, right? Yeah, and I don't think we can um, discount the portion of this where Michigan fans exist everywhere. Like That fan fan base is so wide-reaching. But yeah, TCU fans around the Metroplex are going to be standing up, in part because this has been one of those seasons that makes you feel like this is a team of destiny. 
You know, like one of those types of things because they have gone through all sorts of comebacks in order to make this thing work. Well, and not only that, but also it felt like most of the this, this season that TCU was going to get jobbed one way or another. Like mm-hmm. for a while, people thought TCU was going to get left out even if they did go undefeated. On and then, Alabama. yeah, Gross. like we were at our event and watching the TCU-Kansas State game. Weren't we? And, yes, How I know. How fun was that? I it was Didn't more, you have a blast? It was. I had a blast. You had a blast because Kansas State won. Sure did. Most of the people in that place were not on your side. I'm not going to say none because I know you met some fellow K-Staters. K- I mean, there was a lot of lovely people in there. But the once TCU lost, I cannot tell you how many people, right down to our boss's boss, was like, are they going to keep TCU out of this because of this? So I think most of the year, TCU has not only felt disrespected, they felt like they were going to get screwed over be, even being in the playoff. And of course, of they were just so good. They couldn't be denied. The first Big 12 team in the college football, or not Big 12 team because the Oklahoma made it, but yeah. first Texas team in, in the college football playoff. But how you like that? I do like it a lot. And I'm hoping it's not this game, but traditionally, one of these games in the semifinal round is, is not, the beat them down. Yeah, it's not particularly <laughs> competitive. And. If you just look at if you just look at the betting lines, they're pretty close. Is I believe TCU is seven and a half point dogs, and Ohio State's a six and a half point dog. So it's not like didn't you feel like last year a lot of people just assumed Cincinnati would get run? Yeah. And so I don't necessarily think it's set up that same way. But if you had to pick a game that goes sideways for one of those teams, which would you pick? I actually think it's the Georgia game. Oh, and you think Ohio State's going to go down in flames? I think that's possible. Like, Ohio State, the way in which that they played poorly against Michigan, I, I think, think was somewhat telling. by Michigan. Um, like, they, they do have that, that physicality thing. If you think you're just going to go out and play physical with a team like Michigan, that's going to be tough with you. Um, now take Georgia. Right, the big boys of Georgia, and the, like I, I am firmly of the opinion that largely you get to a season in college football, and usually there are one or two teams that are actually the real cream of the cop, crop, and everything else like you know shakes out. Not to say that there aren't other good teams, but usually there, you can tell who like the national champion type teams are. And this year it feels like there is one, and that is Georgia, and the way that they play is something else. And especially after that, uh, that Big Ten championship, or not even the Big Ten championship game, and the game uh, that. Michigan, Ohio State game. I have real questions about Ohio State and the physicality that it can bring to this game. Ooh, okay. I'm intrigued by that. But also, since you were talking about Georgia, that defense is it's horrifying. And the potential high draft picks coming out of that defense are just tremendous. And so I kind of wonder. So, like, you have Jalen Carp. On the defensive line. Some people think he might go two or three in the upcoming draft in a draft that is dominated by a lot of quarterbacks. And then Healy Ringo, the cornerback. Some people think best cornerback in the draft, another potential first rounder. And it's just, you know, and it goes on and on and on. Even on the other side of the ball, still in the trenches, Broderick James on the offensive line. Just the talent in terms of NFL prospects is off the charts. And it's for just Georgia. it just seems to continue to be the case. It's kind of crazy that Georgia has flipped the script on the nation of being the team that constantly brings in a great class. Um, so yeah, no, that I mean, not to say that Georgia was not was bad at recruiting before. They've got incredible geography. 
in their favor. But they yeah. do. Is okay. So this is fascinating to me. I've always wondered how this rivalry works. From the six eight two, this person said that they bleed burnt orange, but also added they're excited as hell that TCU is in the playoffs and Ooh. could go be the person that represents Texas. And I always remember this. This is obviously years ago, going back to the very famous Rose Bowl game between Texas and USC is somebody at AM put out a shirt that said, you know, like January 4th, 2006 or whatever it was, the rivalry is off for one day only. There were so many AM people are like, the hell it is. Yeah. I hope USC wins by 50 points. And how'd that work out? Uh, it's not. Okay. And I think I was probably also one of those people who felt that way. But like, I'm fascinated by the idea that rivalry dissipates in moments like this. And then you get people from the 254. AM should have been in the playoffs in 2020. And I'm still pissed about that. Like, pissed to the point that that doesn't let you watch college football. That's college football for you, though. Like, if there is one thing that doesn't always uh, go ahead and jive with the concept of college football fandom, logic, reason, it don't matter. I, I hate them folks. Man, that's a. Uh... Like, we are from the same region or the same state. In fact, sometimes, like, largely of the same type of ilk, except y'all from the opposite school. I don't like y'all. I have to hate you. No, I I can definitely see that. And then we're working a lot of different things in here. Uh, Shout out to all the Lord of the Ring haters. I hate you, too. Wow. It's spicy. You thought it was one way. But it was the other way. That's right. That's right. And then for the 972, shout out to their mother, Catherine, who turns 89 on January 1st. Happy New Year. And that's from a great Constable Scott, a great Tolo as well. And then I'm I just don't understand until I saw the very end of the text. And then to your point about geography, Mm -hmm, it all mm -hmm. clicks. From the 254, they said, God, I hate TCU. I hope Michigan. S's on them. Mm-hmm. I loved every second of their Big 12 title game loss. TCU would not be the team that would jump to mind that would be hated in this group. You know, like, if you don't like Michigan. Well, mostly because they're kind of the, oh, I didn't think about you at all. Type. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, not a lot. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. But, like, if you've now decided to hate Georgia because you think they're becoming Alabama or you hate Ohio State because of all things Ohio the- State. Yes. Yeah. yeah, because of the the, because of Urban Meyer, even though I know he's not there anymore. I get it. But then at the very end, it said hashtag sickle. That's right. Shout out to all our Waco <laughs> listeners. You know, we, you know, we, you can catch us out oh, there. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, yeah. Absolutely. And so that was the part that spoke to what you were talking about. I was like, ah, and there it is. There it is. is. Like, why do you hate TCU? Because they kicked him out of Waco. Yes, because of that. Now, on the NFL front, although we can continue to talk about college football, are you intrigued? By any particular games. I know there's one that stands out on the NFL docket this weekend. Oh, I thought you were going to say the Sugar Bowl. Um, No, not. I mean, if you care about the New Year's Six Bowls, let me know. But do you get the sense now that outside of like specific rooting interest, that's not a thing anymore? Absolutely. Well, not like that's not as big of a thing. No, absolutely. We we have really kind of moved away from caring about all these bowl games. They are simple. Now, they're still going to do their job for these TV networks, which is a thing to be on. It is live sports to be on and people will gravitate towards that. But other like outside of being some level of um, must watch, I don't think it's that. Um, With this NFL slate, Um, there's not anything that jumped out to me immediately. Oddly enough, I'm interested in this Jets-Seahawks game. Okay. 
because you see two teams that might be reeling and only one of them will get a win to potentially right the ship. There you go. Now, for a lot of folks, the answer is going to be Bills and Bengals. The Monday Night Football game that... Joe Which Buck, probably is the best Monday Night Football game we've gotten in a long time. Uh, for sure. Joe Buck said it was the best Monday Night Football game in decades. Yeah. And before you think that's hyperbole, we brought it up yesterday, maybe the day, yeah, I think it's yesterday, is that this is the mo- tied for the most combined wins in a Monday Night Football game ever, along, <laughs> along with a Denver-San Francisco game from 1997. So even if you think that gets the nod, it's the most wins in 25 years the 12 and 3 Bills versus the 11 and 4 Bengals. The Bengals host, however, the Bills are one and a half point favorites. So that gives you an idea of how much cachet Buffalo still carries. But this is a huge game in terms of like potential seating, yep. momentum for the playoffs. If you believe in such a thing, Reggie, I know I you're know. not a huge momentum that is person. Correct. But I put that on the list. Saints Eagles, though. There we go. I was about to say, like that is the one that around these parts people will be keeping their eye on. And Philadelphia is a six and a half point favorite. I think that gives you some insight too into Gardner and into Gardner Minshew playing as opposed to Jalen Hurts, because that means if the game was in New Orleans, it would be a pick'em. My ass, that game would be a pick'em if Jalen Hurts was starting that game, even in New Orleans, and so. I know Nick Sierrani is like, hey, we're still trying to figure it out and everything. I would be willing to bet they're leaning towards him not playing. But I'm very invested in that, as I bet a lot of Cowboys fans are, because I know you'd still have another week to go. But if they lost that game, what is the hype level for next week going to be like? Knowing a Cowboys win and an Eagles loss, what that would mean for changing the division champion? Uh, I think... I think it's going to matter a ton because for the folks that are concerned about this team's capability of winning, taking away that one extra barrier of making it to the uh, yes. NFC Championship game, and like you predicted earlier in the show, Kevin, <laughs> uh-huh. um, is that what happened? That, that is that. Joey, can you back me up here? He definitely predicted an NFC Championship game run, right? Correct. Thank you. Wow. Um, Go Cowboys. That's right. Uh, so no, I mean getting a bye. I mean, as much as you can say this team would be better than whoever they faced out of the NFC South if they did end up in that five seed, um, there is some level of non-zero percent chance that they would lose that game. There is a zero percent chance you lose in the in the wild card round if you win that number one seed. So, yes. yeah, no, that would absolutely take the hype of week 18 to another level if indeed the Philadelphia Eagles drop one to the Saints. Not the Phillies, so I appreciate you there. I mean, if the is, Phillies drop one too, cool, why not? That's a good point is I think the other games that stood out to me is you're talking about the battles of damaged teams, right? Because that, by the way, that Monday Night Football game, that's the only game featuring two teams with a winning record. Gross. That that is gross. What that leads me to, Dolphins-Patriots jumps to mind. Yeah. Because the Dolphins have been spiraling just with their play in general. And then when you tack on all the Tua stuff that's been happening, that has been problematic. But you know what's funny? Outside of, I mean, when, I was about to say a whole different statement that was not what I oh. wanted to go. Oh. Uh, Tay Bridgewater, when he has come into this, um, to this team, he's done admirably with what the Dolphins have wanted to do. He can execute what they're trying to do pretty easily. The... Miami Dolphins have had issues when the guy that they have planned to start the game has not finished the game. Yeah. And they've had that happen a lot this season. Yeah. 
And I think as long as you have that happen, they should be able to take advantage of a Patriots team that, mind you, has a solid uh, defense, right? Um, I just don't trust what they're doing offensively. Neither should you. And these are both teams that they need, need, need to win this game. A couple more just really quick. I was intrigued by the Panthers Bucks in the Vikings Packers. I'm never going to be intrigued by a Buccaneers game this season. Yeah, I they're just so boring. But like I get it. I do, but I'm also intrigued because this could be your mini scout game I for guess. the wild card round. If I'm you not, stay awake. I'm not yes. I'm not here to tell you it'll be a good game mm-hmm. because those teams both stink. Well, I can help you. You can watch like a fewer one fewer down on each possession. Don't watch first down for the Bucks. It's they're going to run the football and waste it. Don't worry about it. Oh, like the Cowboys? You know, your words not mine. Okay. Well, I will say that. 19 carries on first down for 33 yards. Let's do better. You wouldn't be wrong. We're the KNC masterpiece right here on 105 through the fan. Coming up next. No, I gave you that negative thing, but I have good news, Cowboys fans. They struggle against bad teams, but are really good against the good teams. Plus, Masterpiece of the Week. Mm. It's all happening next. It's the fastest segment in all of radio right here on 105.3 The Fan. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. If your day sounds like... We need the report ASAP. You deserve Medella. If you've persevered through, you deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp but refreshing taste. Or if you overcame, two more rings, two more. You deserve this ice cold reward. Medella, the Markable Fighter. Drink responsibly, beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Here comes second down seven. Prescott back looking left. Throwing it in the back of the end zone for Schultz. What a grab! Did he get it? Touchdown, Dalton Schultz! KNC Masterpiece back here on 105 through the fan. Cowboys victorious over the Titans 27 to 13 to bump their record up to 12 and 4. We got Masterpiece of the Week coming up in just a minute. Oh, I have man, some. I forgot to do that. My bad. Joey got it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Wow. I got you, Reg. And Thanks, man. it sounded like his girlfriend thought it was funny this morning. Hopefully, well, I was going to say hopefully not at my expense. But oh, absolutely. I, well, usually, you weren't here like most of the week. Ooh, good week. point. Hopefully not at my expense then. And I've got some Cowboys stats that I think people are going to like to be positive. But you just brought up something off air that I think is really intriguing. I don't think I said anything. Is how often do you think that a low scoring game means good defense? Oh, yeah. No, that I think that 
those things are not exactly the same thing. Because that kind of the genesis of that was from the Tampa. Mayobel. Yes. Oh, well, that too. But we were talking about the Tampa Bay Carolina game coming up this weekend in the NFL. And that game's probably going to suck and it's going to be low scoring. But is that because of good defense? And then we're watching Maryland and North Carolina State in the game. I'm convinced both coaches want to lose so they don't get mayonnaise dumped on their head. Mm-hmm. Is mm-hmm. it's 10 to 9, it's low scoring. But does that mean that the defense is playing well or is it just inept offense happening? I can't really tell you because I haven't been watching intently on this game. However, I'm willing to gamble that it's probably just not great offense. Okay, well, before you say that, I can give you quarterback stat lines. The Maryland quarterback, who is... I th- is, that, is that Talia? Is he playing? Yes, he is. Talia Tungavaloa. 10 of 21 for 103 yards. So, that's not great. Okay, I was going to have to ask. Ben Finley is 16 of 32 for North Carolina State for 199 yards. The two have combined for one touchdown and two interceptions. So does that mean incredible ball hawking defensive backs or poorly thrown passes? I'm guessing the former. I mean, this is a seven win and an eight win team. And I don't mean to shade them because in college football, look, Maryland is a seven, eight win team. Eight win that might be nice, but yeah, they're right around that range. NC State, this is one of their good seasons. You get eight or they're nine in the top twenty five. We doing what we do. So, so yeah, no, this is this is going well. But I think also one of the things that stinks about college football is we reach the place where everybody is flatly graded. Yeah, and it's like no, nah, we can't really do that. Some of these teams need to be put in the proper context. And, and then brought yeah. us, and I know a lot of other people will point out, just making these bowl games gives you extra practice time, which is uh-huh. probably the real reward for a lot of this. It is also a shout out Friday from the two one four. Hey, this is Dallas from Dallas. Can I get a shout out? I became a grandpa three weeks ago. Nice. Shout out to you, Dallas, and congratulations. Hope you have a happy grandchild, happy, healthy grandchild right now. Absolutely. And then also from the 214, man, this is a heck of an accomplishment. Shout out to my daughter, Carly Ray, who made an eight, the 18U National Select softball mm. team yesterday. Love wow. to see it. Love to see it. Damn, high, le- high level play, high level competition. That is very, very good. Now let's talk about the Cowboys is I know some people are not super stoked about how the game went yesterday. Is that, do you think that's a fair, that is fair. That is fair. Yeah. But the thing I've noticed about this year's team, and this is why I think you can tell me if you are with me on this or not. I think this is why we've continually said that this year's Cowboys team is better than last year's Cowboys team is I feel like they struggle against the bad teams, but have been really good against the good teams. Is that an accurate assertion we feel that like? That feels fair. Yeah. I'm going to go ahead and say that feels fair. Like they, I mean, well, and the tough thing about it is it doesn't feel like there's been a lot of good teams this year. Right. Just a general, right, right, but right. I mean, I, even if we want to, you know, hang our hat anecdotally on the game on Christmas Eve, it was a well-played game against the Eagles. You know, um, obviously you buried, (laughs) you buried the Vikings, right? Those are the teams that I can immediately look to and go, yeah, those are good football teams. Okay. Now, along those lines, I'm glad you brought that up, is the Cowboys. I just called the Vikings a good football team. That made me feel sick. (laughs) Record-wise, they look good. Thank you. The Cowboys have three wins over teams with 11 wins this year. The Vikings... Bengals and the Eagles more than any team in the NFL. 
Really? The Cowboys, and if you're like, that's an arbitrary point. All yeah. right, let's move down the scale. The Cowboys have five wins against teams with at least eight wins. No other team in the NFL has more than three. All right. So who has beat the most solid teams? The Cowboys. Who has beat the most really good teams? The Cowboys. Mm-hmm. The Cowboys have a five and one record, I believe, against teams with a winning record and a seven and one record against current playoff teams. I think that's good. Is that good? Yes. Okay. That is very good. Thank you. Now, don't 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 get me wrong. That does not mean that you can't point out the problems for this team. Like the continu- oh, the continual turnovers, whether they're forced or unforced, depending on how you feel about if you feel like all turnovers are your fault one way or another, because that drop pass was clearly also on the Cowboys, but not on deck, is the continued turnovers, the lack of ability to bury some of the inferior opponents. I know that drives people crazy and the history to go along with it. I just think that... This one is different than just last year. I'm just talking about last Mm -hmm. year when the Cowboys struggled against the Chiefs. They struggled against the 49ers, whereas this year they have played excellently against good competition. Yeah, and if nothing else, right, the the ways in which they have not executed up to their fullest potential, that, that lower execution is still a high level of play, right? It's one of those things that, I'm going to dip into analytics. Go ahead and brace oh, yourself. Oh, If you look at their efficiency in some of these games where they're playing, you know, less than stellar from for um, the for the viewer, for the Cowboys nation, the turnovers obviously are issues. But then outside of that, they're playing relatively efficiently, yeah. really good football. So I think that that ends up being the difference here is that you can still play fairly high football that will kind of counteract or cover for the fact that you have some of these lapses. Now, how does that work once you get into this you know one game sample of the playoffs that's something that will remain to be seen and the thing i like about that is the excuse me seven and two against playoff teams i forgot tampa is technically a playoff team despite Uh, the fact that they don't have a winning record so seven and two until carolina takes them down but i think i think that's the positive right there is you raise or lower your level. Now, is that agitating as a fan? Sure, but hopefully you won't see a lot of those bad teams, except for maybe the wild card round, and that you will continue to play at a high level against the higher level of teams. We're the KNC Masterpiece right here on 105.3 The Fan, and right now, Reggie is evilly rubbing his hands because it's time for Masterpiece of the Week. Howdy, hey, fellas. Hey, Joey. How are you guys? I'm good. How are you? I'm almost oh, done with fantastic. my weekend. Or my week. Yeah. Weekend is just starting. Mm-hmm. New Year's tomorrow? Any big plans, Reggie? Uh, Not yet. Okay. We'll figure it out. All right. All right. Sounds good. Um, Well, it's Masterpiece of the Week time. We're going to replay some of the uh, fun moments from the show. Uh, we know Kevin, this doing. will be at your expense, some oh. of them. Woo! Uh, but we are going to start with Love Corey. Uh, because, well, he is just a big, big fan of Dirk. It's a lot of basketball, and he has the ball a lot. Dirk was able to. It's it's amazing. Dirk's body. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's it. Yeah. He's just fascinated it's with amazing. Dirk's body. Yeah. I've often heard Corey say that Dirk's body is a wonderland. The statue it's, looks cool too. Yeah. Okay. I think the statue looks awesome, and you got rid of you know the beads. 
is don't tell me nobody no, brought know, that everybody, up. Everybody, everybody. But yeah. the uh-huh. the complaint I have now seen from some people because we're in a society where you got to have something to complain about. Apparently, yep. Some people think he's leaned back too far. Oh, so that's I'm I'm part of it. Oh no, you're part of the problem. Yes, I am a part of the problem. I just it it I guess I only used one reference photo, but it did feel like they over exaggerated the lean which is fine like it looks like he's legit maybe falling yeah down. It's like levitating yeah yeah which is look it's okay, fine but wouldn't you rather have the over angled dirk than the bead dirk oh absolutely mm-hmm. this is absolutely preferable i'm glad that they took that feedback when they showed the miniature and everyone's like hey dude you could win a chess tournament with those things oh, you, right. probably, you remember that oh, story yes, I do, <laughs> all right back to you joey um Let's go ahead and, and fire this one off. Uh, you can provide some more context uh, on this one, Kevin. Is I think that's oh a God. gamble. I would be, I mean, I think that's a fair statement. Don't do that without consent. That's not cool. I is I think I would be willing to take that protection off. So, well, son of a gun. You knew it. You knew it. From a, Just feels better that way, right? Oh, my God. What? It feels better to be able to utilize your draft picks and get better players for this Mavericks team. What's wrong with you? Assets. Because that is what we were talking about, is the the top 10 protection that is on that pick right now. Not the other thing, but like... I'm just ribbing you. I... (sighs) Gotcha. We got him, coach. Snap. That was... (laughs) (laughs) <clears throat> okay, now I hate Woo, both of all you. Right. I hate I hate both of you for that. But that was very that was very well done, and I regret <laughs> I regret all of this. Did uh, I ever tell you just as an aside note, you can yeah. decide. Is my editor in chief at the newspaper? I was really disappointed. Is in the last two years, Alan and Euless Trinity had played twice, and one Alan won one, Euless Trinity had won one, and so they were about to play in the playoffs again. And so the headline I wanted to put was Eagles Trojans set for rubber match. Mm-hmm. And yep. he vetoed that. I thought that was 100% a fair headline. I think that's creative. Fair yeah. Very creative. Back to you, Joey. Um, this one, Kevin, I, I don't know what this noise is really, but it was pretty funny. Oh, I'll help you. <laughs> Who was I sad for I in that know. instance? I definitely remember being sad for somebody or something. But the vo- like, yeah. Aw. Yeah, that I have a high voice. When you don't play you that I'll it. help you, it does we do move into some awkward territory. Uh I can give you the answer here. Okay, please. Because I always know the answer to these. You were you were uh feeling bad for or hypothetically for Peyton. Mm. I thought it might be about Peyton. Yeah. Because he's got a lot of money on the line tomorrow <laughs> if he can kiss somebody. You think he'll get it done? I I think he can. Okay. He just has to position himself well, you know, be in a place with a lot of people, give himself a high probability. Okay. What? What did I, you think? No, I was just thinking when you said a lot of people, it felt like maybe you did not believe in him. You're like, no, I no, just I need just, a lot of people to be around. I feel like if you're in one of those public spaces where people are, you know, having the countdown. Yeah. You, when you get out of the house to be in that type of space, you are, you know, kind of in your mind already in a place where you're like, this is part of the tradition and I will engage in it. Yeah. Okay. I believe in Peyton. That's why I felt bad for him. Okay. It is one of those where you only you, get one shot, though, right? Like, it's not like a, if you mess up, maybe we can yeah. go and try something else. Well, There's only one shot on this. What if he flew to another time zone? 
Ooh, that would cost. Like, I feel like at that point, you're not. The bet isn't <laughs> okay. worth it. Yeah. We're going to go to Jerry here. And oh. I think we played this uh, a couple of days ago. But I remember it specifically because of the way that Reggie and Corey looked at me. And, of course, we were coming and coming hard. That's, again, uh, their offensive line had uh, had something to do with this conversation. But still. That pass rush is, is good. It's very enjoyable. I'm going to go and jot that down. Is that why we've ended up in the place where Jerry has to take some tests? Good night. I thought you were going to make reference to him not wanting to hang up the phone. <laughs> Why would that? Why would that correlate? I don't know. Okay. Okay, we'll move on. Yep. Thank you. <laughs> um, uh, I wrote it down as Jerry offensive line, <laughs> so that is how I made my that is how I made my note about I, that. Or I, if you read it a different way, it could be Jerry's o- offensive line or oh, offensive line. Oh, I screwed it up. I'm sorry. Um, Back to you. I think one question that many of us have is: Is Mickey doing this on purpose? Mm-hmm. Uh, but, yeah, you would like to see more than one sack in the last three games and getting shut out in two of the three games. That is <laughs> – I I think sometimes he does. I do not think that one was on no. purpose. That felt like a – much like the protection one. That felt like a reasonable sports statement. Yeah, I guess that's fair. We'll but give it to him. I, Mickey is absolutely in on the bit. He absolutely is. Y'all convinced me with – a while back he played a clip that I was like, oh, okay – yeah, I see what you're doing. <laughs> um, speaking of sex, Kevin had to get in on the fun too. Terrible sex. You're telling me nobody in that smoky office was like, now hear me out, fellas. We're going to count the sex. Nah, I'm going to regret that. <laughs> Do you regret it? <laughs> <laughs> Why I is just... the room smoky? <laughs> because there's a bunch of old NFL people. Like, I actually know what this is about. This this was like in the '60s. They started counting. Sure. We just had different. It was a different time. NFL sacks as a statistic for the team, but nobody in the room thought, "Hey, would you want to assign them to individual players?" It took them 20 years to figure that out, and nobody was like, "Okay, this time I heard it in my head yep. before I said mm-hmm. it, and I stopped." Yep. But yeah, no, they're at the gentlemen's club, but the leather still not the it's same. It's the type leather of... chair gentlemen's club. I don't not know the that you naked... should be counting those at the gentlemen's no, club. No, it's the cigar and brandy gentlemen's club, not the naked gentlemen's club. They can't be the same thing. They can. Okay. Man, it would be interesting to be at one of those fancy clubs where you sit in the leather chair and you've got your brandy and there's a naked person there. Like that'd be crazy. Thank you. Go ahead and write that one down. Appreciate Son you. A gun. Um, we actually have one from Sean. I think this was during crosstalk. Oh yes. Uh, yeah, and we know what Bobby was doing the other day. How awkward is it at midnight when you don't have the? Sig- I'm listening. Put your tongue away. <laughs> at midnight, because it wasn't midnight yet. Ooh, I guess so. Yeah, man. Bobby's follow-up with the text from his wife and one of his children <laughs> about how they needed him and wanted him to stop. And it's very clear, doing, right? It's not mm-hmm. like they were like, I'm surprised that you're doing this. It was just, again, like it, it feels like they are perpetually embarrassed by Robert, but it's great because uh, in a loving fashion, yes. He kind of called his wife out this morning. He sure did. Though, didn't he? I don't know why she puts up with him. From the 972, I love y'all. We love you back. I'm still thinking about it. I got oh. one more for you guys. Okay. Okay. 
Um, Kevin was super, super stoked yesterday, and he really wanted to see it. That was awesome. It was enough to skip around and do a high-five laugh, whatever the pull was right there. If you want to show us, we definitely want My to see it. My is... What? What? <laughs> I do appreciate you asking, but what? what? I was seeking consent. Yes. So that's at least good. Very pro-consent on this show. Can I tell you... One. Before taking off protection, of course. Oh, my That's God. Right. Can I tell That's you right. one more newspaper story that is relevant to this? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you, see, you guys were kind of, you guys were like reporting on the side of trying Look, to get and, jokes on me. Hey, I didn't know this was going to happen or else I would have been the person in the smoke-filled room and be like, don't run that, is they put a poll on the front of the newspaper, on the front page. It was a oh, question about a smoking. So the headline for it was smoking, and then, you know, it was a poll. That was the headline that they combined together on the front page of the newspaper. Uh, and as soon as we saw that, the sports people were like, That's not going to work. How the hell did this make it through? No, but it did. It made what? it out into the world, onto newsstands and everything like that. It was. It was something. I'm going to vote for Jerry's thoughts on what I can only assume are just the offensive line. I will as well, Reggie. So it's 2-0. Right. I'm going to have to be a lot nicer to Mike because I have forgotten all the things. <laughs> and I always, I'm always like, how do you not remember that? And I see. It's, it's very easy hmm. to remember. But I'm going to vote for Sean telling Bobby um, to stop doing that. Okay. That's great. That's your masterpiece of the week, everybody. Thanks, man. Listening. Put your tongue away. No, I want to hear the winner again. You want to hear the winner yes. again? Yes. But I like that one, too. But I, shut up, Bobby. And, of course, we were coming and coming hard. That's, again, uh, their offensive line had uh, had something to do with this conversation. But still. That O-line, man. I'm proud of them for that. Get you every time. We're the KNC Masterpiece right here on 105 Through the Fan. Coming up next, we will chit-chat with the fellows from the G-Bag Nation as they are at Rally House, the Hewlin location. Let's talk with them next right here on the fan. KNC Masterpiece back here on 105 Through the Fan. Now, when we're talking about making news, Jerry this morning flat out said, no interest, no contact with Terrell Owens and his agent. And then Terrell Owens also came out and he's like, well, I don't even know where this story came from or why the agent said this or any of that. I, I'm not sure either. Yeah, I think that was on his Instagram all of 23 hours ago. So Whoops. there you go. Probably for the best, as they're not interested one way or another. Right now, something you will be interested in, brought to you by DNM Leasing. It's time. For our chit-chat with the fellas from the G-Bag Nation. Gentlemen, how is you today? We're amazing, Hagee. We're hanging out here at Rally House in Hewlin at their Fort Worth location. And uh, this place is already popping. We've had a ton of Tolos already popping by. Now, we've been told they have brought literally all of their TCU gear yes. to this location. Oh. And they're almost already out. So get on out here, and one, you can fellowship with us. We're going to have about roughly 30 or so Rally House gift cards that Rally House is giving away, and we're going to have to find a way to give this to just the most loyal of Tolos. So we're workshopping ways in which, and maybe you guys can help us during this crosstalk to where we can narrow it down to make sure that just the best Tolos, the best Turn It On, Leave It On listeners get these Rally House gift cards. But 
Th- this is the biggest rally house I've ever been in, guys. It's huge. It's huge, and it's awesome, and all the gear up in here is insane. And the Tolos that have already made an appearance to say hello and grab some TCU Horn Frog gear has been uh, off the charts. We've been taking pictures. Unfortunate for me, because I'm donning a face today that is not a face that I would like to be but, carrying Yeah, forever. I had questions. Yeah. Jersey yeah. looks good, though. Thank you. Yeah, the jersey, shout out to Rachel Ring. Talk about great legendary Tolos. Uh, shout out to her for this Mike Napoli uh, festive jersey here. But, yes, it is bet payoff day uh, for, for myself here at Rally House in Hewland. Well, so we got pictures of my half face or my two face, however you want to describe it, uh, already have been taken, and I imagine we'll get plenty more going for the next five hours. Well, why don't you describe it for us a little bit more and go ahead and prop that camera back up so we can see your pretty yeah. face all the better. Let me uh, let me make sure I got my face in there, but uh, you look good. I could see it from here. Uh, I appreciate that. And yeah, I, I can hear the facetiousness in your voice there, Brian. No, you, so look, you look good I when you walked in. Fantastic. Yeah, it was <laughs> such a great look for you. And if anybody will bring a razor over to him for after the show when he can kind of clean those things up, we'll be all right, right? Yeah, yeah. So uh, bet payoff for the Survivor G Bag Nation. I have uh, had to put this off for a couple of weeks uh, with being in and out of the show a little bit, but uh, no better occasion to bust it out on a football Friday at Rally House in Fort Worth at the Hewlin location. It is. Uh, I chose the two-face, uh, which means I had to don half my face as a beard, and then yeah. the other half of my face is just full-on shaven-to-the-bone baby face. Uh, mustache included uh, and flavor saver included as well. Just got half of one of those going on right now. Now, when you say flavor saver. Yeah. Uh, we're talking about uh, the soul patch, right? We're going yeah. soul patch? No, what <laughs> flavor are you savoring? Uh, just uh, all the flavors. Uh, Hagee, right now uh-huh. I am looking forward to hopefully getting some level. Did Broadus mention food being? No, he misunderstood. He misunderstood. Oh, yeah, did he I? misunderstood. That's oh, food's coming. Though. Food's coming. Yeah, food's coming. Don't, don't, I, Scott, I know what's going on here. You know yeah. what's going on. <laughs> Way ahead of the game, you know. I guess so. But we, settled it in. It looks like we've got some Hooters bucks and all kinds of stuff sure. here that we're also giving away. I yeah. mean, this is this is going to be a crazy day here. From it's going to be a lot of fun, yeah. House. But right right now, Hagee, the flavor uh, that is still there is the, uh, the matzo ball soup from uh, Walchuk's mom's house. Ooh, okay. Oh. Matzo ball Monday. The new Delicious. house or the old house? The new one, believe okay. it or not. Woo, what are are y'all optimistic? Since we're talking about all the cool TCU gear out Rally House, and they they might sell out. You need to hustle out there and go see G Bag and pick up some TCU stuff. How optimistic are you about their chances tomorrow? Seven and a half point dogs. I'm optimistic. I, I think TCU can hang with Michigan tomorrow. I, I've been talking with some of the uh, TCU fans that have been rolling in here. I think Max Duggan's ability to run is going to cause Michigan some problems in this football game. They haven't played a lot of mobile quarterbacks. Like, C.J. Stroud, to me, is is not a mobile quarterback. You know, when we went and watched him, Brian, I think that's something that is lacking in his game is, is mobility. He's actually – I think he has a lack of mobility. And, and they've, they've played some really good receivers, Marvin Harrison Jr., you know, Quentin Johnston is one of the premier receivers that are going to be in this draft. I think the big question will be how does TCU – defensively go up against a really good offensive line and run game for Michigan. If TCU defensively can hang on against Michigan uh, in in that physical run style, they're going to be able to play in this football game. I think it's going to be close and come down to that fourth quarter because both teams are fantastic in the second half. Yeah, the offensive line for Michigan is for real. Mm -hmm. And the, the Joe Moore Award is given to the best offensive line in the country. Michigan has won that the last two years. You're right about TCU. They're going to have to weather the storm. It is going to be, at, you know, with Harbaugh and that crew, they are going to try and hammer the ball on TCU, wear them down. 
the great thing about TCU is their ability to throw the football. And you know, it, and I and watching that game, the the Big Twelve, excuse me, the the uh, the Big Ten game of the the championship, Purdue was able to throw the football a little bit on them. And and TCU has a pretty dynamic passing attack with the quarterbacks and the wide receivers. So that's where I think that they can make some hay in this game. I know y'all will have plenty of time to talk about the Cowboys out there at Rally House. Was I the only one who hated how long the third down guy, the announcer, kept saying third he drags down for? It. He drags it. He sure does. I mean, and yeah, it was. And there's all kinds of crazy little chants and stuff that they do in that stadium, too. Did they do the one from 300? Did I, did I hear that one? It was some, the, the, they're like after a first down, they yell something. And I think it was from 300. Do, the this movie. is Sparta? Uh, it was t- some, tonight uh, we ooh, dine in hell? Or, yeah, I don't know. It's something that they do. But anyway, they took the L, so good luck against Jacksonville. I hope you take another one next week. Mm. Wow. Tell everybody where you are again and what you got coming up on the program, please. Rally House in Fort Worth, the Hewlett location. We'll be partying here until 7 o'clock. We've got Rally House gift cards that Rally House is giving away that we will be uh, handing out to loyal Tolos throughout the show. Come out, get your TCU gear, but they also have outstanding gear uh, for whatever team you might be rooting for. We've got Stephen Jones right off the top of the show at 2 o'clock. We're also going to have Brian Estridge, play-by-play voice of the Horn Frogs as well at 4.20 in Barry Church at 4 o'clock. Oh my gosh, look, Scott Long is bringing over... Hypnotoads? Oh, some TCU shirts right now. Oh yes, fear the frog. You fear that frog. (laughs) So, it sounds like it's going to be a good show? It's going to be pure gold as always. Woo! Roll home with the G-Bag Nation or go see the G-Bag Nation. We've been the KNC Masterpiece. Make your way back with us on Monday, 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. right here on 105 Through the Fan. See you next year, Kevin. No. Say Happy New Year, Kevin. I will say Happy New Year. Cut everybody else who says see you next year out of your life right now. (laughs) T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.